cardboard box washed up on the beach. Holy fish paste! It's Bazzi. Like a naughty headed nigga spose Never meant to make it past 21 a nigga told But I'm right here I deserve a toast Praise to the most high I get high the most Whoa, say hallelujah, 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 hallelujah I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive Say hallelujah, Hello everybody, my name is Bozzy And my name is Reese. And this is the official Bozcast Obviously I want to thank everybody for joining us um, if you are listening to my voice and you don't necessarily love the the way you're listening to my voice, that's fine. We're on so many different platforms. You can find us on uh, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, and it's really simple to find us. It's just Official Bozcast or the Official Bozcast. Um, you can follow us on pretty much everything at Official Bozcast. Um, you can also visit us on our website and just kind of look at everything that we got going on there. Also, um, officialboscast.com and then you can follow me personally at Bozzy C that's at B-O-Z-Z-I-E-C and I'm pretty much everywhere and you can follow me on IG it's going to be emo one Reese cup and don't forget if you are feeling generous you want to help the cause uh, you can go ahead and send us um, some money over at cash app it's cash app forward slash dollar sign official Boscast. that's that mama how are you I'm good. <laughs> Just I'm, like our intro song, Hallelujah, I'm Alive. Yeah, and I, I, I've I chose that purposefully because I never really talked about this, but mm-hmm. like the reason I chose it because of like the Hallelujah, I believe in that. Like I'm alive, I believe in that. Like right. could have been dead by twenty, I believe in that. Like you got to be happy that you're here and. Like, it's a little ratchet, so it's like a little <laughs> bit of everything. Like, the song's just a little bit like, you know what I mean? I've been doing good like a naughty-headed nigga spose. Like, so I wanted to have a, I, when I heard the song, I'm like, this sounds like a good intro song. So right. that's part of the reason I chose it. But the reason I'm so happy, or I'm choosing to be happy, I guess, <laughs> is like, dude, it is our anniversary. Isn't that crazy? Anniversary. I've already <laughs> chose those songs out this week. I never do this, but yeah, I already, I already know what songs I'm using. I'm using Wifey, and then I'm using uh, Anniversary. Those are the two songs I want to use. Okay. Um, this it's very important to me. Um, I think this episode we don't do enough of this, so this episode I definitely want to talk about, um, like the real dynamics of our relationship and like how we've gotten this far. I think a lot of people our age, if not everybody, is curious about like what happens in life. Right. Like they're curious about like what does life look like? They're curious about like who are they supposed to spend their time with? Right. And I think a lot of people um as a safety mechanism, like they choose to be like, "Oh, I'm going to just be single." But, like, I don't think anybody really wants to be single or anybody really wants to be alone. They just choose that because it hasn't worked so far. Right. And I think that this episode, like, I definitely want us to break down, like, a bunch of little stuff, man. Like, I want to break down, like, what our relationship dynamics are like, Mm -hmm. um, how our relationship really started, why it works. Um, Like, we've been married. It'll be, I mean, pretty much by the time you hear this podcast, it'll be eight years. Yeah. Which is... Freaking insane, man. Freaking insane. Like, I can't, I honestly don't believe it. I honestly don't believe it. How do you feel um, 
I don't know, just thinking about like where we've come from, like like how long it's been, like our ups and our downs. Like, how do you feel? I feel like this episode we're gonna cry. <laughs> you definitely gonna cry. I'm probably gonna cry just because it's it's reflective. You I'll know cry I mean? next week, yeah. Yeah, no, she'll cry uh what is it? Uh, Monday, Thursday. So, Thursday about Thursday yeah. she'll cry. Uh when nobody's watching. Just me. It'll be like, I'm embarrassing myself. Are you crying? <laughs> nah, but like how did like talk to talk to us. Just kinda I don't know. I don't know. Well, the whole, I call it a journey. Life is a journey, and you and I, like, we're spending this life together, so this is our journey together. Um, But I don't know. I've enjoyed, even with the good and the bad, like, every moment of it. Um, Prior to having kids, um, how we met, like, that was, like, not to sound corny or nothing, but, like, (laughs) it was, like, such a, like, a magical type of meeting I guess that we had and I don't know we got to spend a lot of time together um I don't know it was just like a really good time like throughout the years yeah like I said we've had our ups and our downs um but thank god like we've both been able to take the time to learn one another a little better each day and help each other when one is down and like, we know that this is a growing process, so, like, we give each other, like, the time to grow through whatever we need to grow in. Yeah. I don't mean to be silent. It's just, like, her saying that, it's like, she was, like, um, just enjoying the good and the bad. Like, the reason we're able to enjoy the good and the bad, I think, is because, like, the good is there, we enjoy the good, the bad comes, and we deal with it, and mm-hmm. then we have real conversations. Like, we don't let things fester. Yeah. Um, I, I always credit my dad for that. I right. always credit my dad for that because the type of person my dad was, like, no matter how mad you were at him, he would not allow you to leave the room yeah. and be upset or right. go to bed and be upset. Like, right. even if you weren't really ready to talk, he would still bust in, not bust in, but he'll be like, hey, can I talk to you? Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't feel like talking. But, like, you couldn't really say that because he never came, like, rude. He was just like, hey, can can I talk? Yeah. And typically, like, he was good about being, hu- he would have humility. He, mm-hmm. he would know if he was wrong for the most part. And if he didn't feel like he was wrong, he never once, for me in any way, he never really f- made me feel like since he was wrong that he, like, he regretted it. Mm-hmm. But he always would just be, even if he didn't feel he was wrong, he was uh, humble enough to know that, yeah, I don't feel like it's wrong, and it might be bad, but I don't really. I'm not right. ready to to give that up yet. Like yeah. he was, he was cognizant in that. And since my dad was that way, he made me that way almost. Like, and I'm just very passionate about if you go through something negative, don't don't let it fester. Right. Like, deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And right. there's get a your scripture in the Bible too that says, "Do not let your don't let the sun set on your anger. Your anger, yeah. And it's it's important. Like we've probably done that. I could probably count on one hand how many times that we've actually done that. Like gone to sleep mad at yeah, each other. I can promise you, when I wake up the next morning, I'm I feel worse. Ill. Like yeah. yeah, I feel worse. I'm like, oh, why am I in like such a weird mood? Like I just woke up, and yeah, that's something you shouldn't do. Yeah, and we can get into it too. Uh, I guess maybe, but like that's important. It's just like it's it's just like what you drink and eat. Right. Like mm-hmm. for me, I've even started this new things. Like I try for water to be the very last thing I, I have at mm-hmm. the end of the night. And I try my best to have water be the very first thing I ingest before I brush my teeth or anything. Like, yeah. Drink water. So the last thing I do, what 
with my toothpaste, I if you guys don't know, it's actually not good to drink to drink water or rinse your mouth out after you brush your teeth. You actually have to let the fluoride like do something to your teeth. Mm-hmm. That actually is what helps strengthen your teeth. Um, if you brush your teeth and then rinse your mouth with water, um, you're not giving it enough time to. Set well, yeah, it. you're yeah. like actually breaking down your enamel. So that's like just a little bias fact. Like it's actually a real fact. We got to <laughs> determine what a bi- bias facts aren't necessarily just like not true, but it's just like. Sometimes we don't do full full research, so that's right. why I call it we call it a bias fact. But for the most part, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but this is a fact. Like that's just a little a little health tidbit or whatever. Like if you if you can like don't do, after you brush your teeth, that should be it. Like don't put nothing else in your mouth, right? Unless it's mouthwash, which you should still shouldn't rinse that out either. But anyway, um, but yeah, like that's something that's important. Like starting your day off clean and ending your day off clean are right, important. Right. That's why it's important not to go to sleep mad or mm-hmm. wake up mad. Like, like you might even sleep well, but you're going to wake up in a really heavy state. It's really bizarre. But I can count... I, I can only think of like four times we've actually done it. Yeah, it's not comfortable because your mind is not at peace. You're not at peace. Like Exactly. So even though you're sleeping, like... You don't really get rest because you're going to wake up still thinking about the same situation. You haven't hashed it out or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. like, until you address, like, what was the issue, like, you're still going to be feeling strange. No, nah, that's true. That's true. So, I have a couple questions for you. Okay. Maybe you have questions for me. I don't know. We didn't really plan this, but we planned it for the most part. Mm-hmm. I asked you to do a, a little bit of, like, thinking uh, before before this. Usually we have pretty fr- free-flowing conversations. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be free-flowing as well, but I wanted to give her a chance to kind of, like, make a, a bit of a list, I guess. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, like, what for you, like, caught your eye about me? And I'll answer that, too. Um, the little sparkle in your eye You're when so I wet. first met you. Are you serious? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, let me see. I don't know. I just couldn't remember, like specifically, like your face poking out of the room. Yeah. And um, that's when we, like, when we first met, and yeah. you were in my dorm or whatever. Yeah. So I was friends with her friend first. Like her roommate first. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was friends with her roommate first. So I was over helping helping like move a bed or something. Yeah. And then you came home. Mm-hmm. And that's when that's when we like first officially like met. Right. And then yeah. Make sure you speak up while you're talking. You, you, <laughs> you just want to hear. You just want to no, hear. No, I mean <laughs> I can hear you, but I want to make sure the mic picks everything up. No, it was just something about you. It was just different. Like once again, not trying to be corny or anything like that, but literally I've never met, like, another person like you. Right. Like, not just, like, romantically or anything like that, but just how you, like, treat others and... Right. Like, you're well-spoken and, like, intelligent and talented and, I don't know, just everything. Like, I feel like in that one moment, like, I could see it. That's so funny. Like, for me, what you... What people, some people know, like, I peeped you early. Stunker. No, nah, I peeped her early. So, like I said, I was friends with her roommate first. Like, I don't know if she wants her name out there, so we're not going to put her name out there. But uh, I was friends with her roommate first. Like, we, me and her roommate met on day one of school. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, and when I first got the acronym, it was weird. Like, I realized, like, oh, this is a new world. Like, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm not going to have any regrets. Yeah. Like, I didn't say it, but I, in my mind, I'm like, nah, like, if I meet somebody, like, I'm going to be who I am 
always because mm-hmm. I'm either never going to see them again or like I'm going to be the illest person they ever meet. Right. So like that's how my brain was. I'm like, and I, and I felt like my whole high school career, I was just like not sheltered, mm-hmm. but like it was too much like, oh, at this place, like if I'm, if you go too far off the things, like you're going to get made fun of. Like high school was whack for me, like, because I always was different. Like yeah. I didn't like what other people liked, but high school is all about conformity. Right. So like. You have to conform in high school. Yeah. When I stopped, when I moved from one high school to another, then I kind of got a chance to like branch out. I didn't have to wear a uniform anymore. Mm-hmm. So like that's when I kind of first started like to branch out a little bit. Right. But like when I got to college, it was a wrap. Like I wasn't about to have no regrets. So I met her and then I remember being friends with her roommate on um, Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through her roommate's page or pictures or whatever because like one day, I don't know. I guess it was when y'all first moved in or something. Mm-hmm. And I see this girl in a box, like in a, in a drawer, <laughs> like this little girl in a drawer. I'm like, why is she in a drawer? But anyway, it ended up being Reese. I didn't know her at, at first. Yeah, I was, I was folded up in a drawer. She was folded in a drawer. Like, like my she, physical body was folded up in a drawer. Like the whole thing. Like I'm pretty sure you could have closed it at that point. Uh, I don't know. Probably. My shoulder might have. Man, <laughs> it was so funny. But anyway, so she's in a drawer. And then I see another picture. I'm like, oh, she's kind of pretty, but. I'm just thinking like, okay, I'm never gonna like meet her or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I remember one day I went over, um, I went over her house with her roommate. I went over Reese's house with her roommate, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then I seen her. I'm like, oh, like I tried to. I was like, hey, how you doing? She didn't say nothing to me. <laughs> she didn't say nothing to me. She opened the fridge I don't in my remember face. The that freezer day. in my face. She opened. It. I'm <laughs> like, all right. That's all I remember. I kind of remember like Because the fridge somebody... was by the door, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I remember. I was like, hey, how you doing? You didn't say nothing. I didn't hear you. You opened the freezer up, and it was the freezer in face. That's all I got Freezers to see. Freezers be loud, man. Not, you know that I mean, fan in the I, freezer. I guess, but you opened the door directly in my face. I'm like, dang, she really don't care. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's that. So, um, But like, obviously, she's pretty. Like, That's the first thing I noticed. So fast forward, like when, I, when we first officially met, um, I'm over there or whatever, and I just start like I I am very good around people. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I turn up. The more people are there, the more I can like, like fuel you have. <laughs> yeah, like the more fuel I have, right? So like more roommates start coming or whatever because y'all had like what five people to live there, yeah, or something like that. Us, yeah. So it was like I'm I'm there and it's just me and um the roommate at first, and then like more roommates start coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like I'm entertaining. Like, yeah. That's just the type of person I am. So, like, I'm talking about this thing I'm learning in class or whatever. And uh, hopefully this isn't boring to y'all. But this is our anniversary <laughs> episode. So y'all going to learn a little bit about us. I feel like we are too... We going to get to some real stuff, too, mm-hmm. by the end of this. But um, I wanted to go over this first because it's my, it's my baby and my anniversary. We've been together. We've been married eight years together. Well, almost ten 11. Years, yeah, 10, 11. And, 10 and change. So anyway, so... um. So, yeah, I'm explaining something I learned in earth science class. I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. Like, I can't remember what we were talking about. But I do remember that we was, like, talking about science. And then um, when I'm there, Reese corrects me. She was like, nah, this is it. I'm like, no, no. Talking about landing on the moon or something. Landing on the moon. I was like, yeah, like, I always thought we landed on the moon. But, like, it's possible we didn't. Like, it's very possible Because they showed us two different videos, right? It was one with a bunch of proof that they did land on the moon. And then, like. Another one where it's like they were just in a desert with a backdrop. So we was like, yeah, I don't think it was. Like, we landed there. And then we over here finishing each other's stories. I'm like, wait, using the class? And she was like, well, I got got the class, too, or whatever. I'm like, 
Where's your class at? It's building's name. Like, we could just say the names of the mm-hmm. building. I was like, oh, it's in air or whatever? You were like, nah, it's in Krause. I'm like, you're right. It is in Krause. What yeah. time is your class? You was like, this time. I'm like, Tuesdays and Thursdays? She was like, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, say swear. So we found out that we was uh, that we had the same class. I don't know how. It was 150 people in the class. It was a huge class. But uh, but I'm like, I don't know how I didn't see this one. Like, no. like I don't know how I didn't see this this lady and, or this chick in this class or whatever. So then um, we end up at the same time. We're wearing the same shirt at the same on the same day. <laughs> the same day. Like we're wearing the exact same shirt. I'm, I'm like, then you got my shirt on. And he was like, no, nah, you got my shirt on. I had it first. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I had it first. And she was like, well, I got mine in 1991. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And then here come the roommate. Do you remember what she says? Like, actually, that shirt was a, it wasn't around in 1991. I'm like, yeah. she's clearly joking. <laughs> we know, like, yeah. So anyway, so um, we just kind of kick it. It it probably was only like ten minutes, but it felt it like felt like hours. a long time. Like yeah, it hours. Did. So then I'm leaving or whatever, and then her and another roommate, Reese and another roommate, started singing Earth Song while Michael Jackson, and I ran up them steps like because <laughs> I was about to leave. So fast, yeah. I was about to leave, and I heard them hit that. Ah, I'm like, what? <laughs> so I run up the steps or whatever. I'm like, you can sing. He was like, yeah, I can sing a little bit. I'm like, you got to do the talent show with me. I don't know what made me say this because I wasn't even planning on doing the talent show. I'm like, uh-huh. we got to do the talent show together. Uh-huh. You're like, okay. Like, I'm thinking she she bought it. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, she bought so, it. I'm like, why the heck did I even say yes? <laughs> like, I don't even do that. Like, so then, like, fast forward, like, that happened on a Tuesday because it was Groundhog Day, right? No, it happened, happened on a Tuesday. It definitely was a Tuesday. Because I want to say two or happened on a Wednesday or something. Yeah, I could go back and look, but I definitely want to say the very next class. I remember like I didn't really dress up per se because I was always kind of dressed up, like always dressed the same. And uh, but I remember like turning in my homework, but I was like lingering around the homework (laughs) thing because I wanted to like run into her or whatever. So she comes in the room and I'm like, "Hey, how you doing?" Blah blah blah, like. And uh, we didn't sit with each other throughout that class, did we? Mm, not yet. Nah. Somebody, well, I think maybe the following class. But that day you're talking about, I was sitting more towards the, the front. Yeah, yeah, you were sitting more toward the front. And yeah. I was like toward the back. Mind you, it wasn't me sitting toward the back because I was a trash person. They were all assigned <laughs> seats. Because it was a hundred, like it was a huge lecture hall. Yeah. So eventually, I guess when people like drop the class, like right. then there's more seats available. Then we started sitting next to each other. Yeah. But that's really like what it was like. All those things, all those qualities to me, like she was like she was able to talk. Um, she was funny off the bat, like um, she was cool, she was pretty, like, and she had a, a book, and I didn't have a book for that class. So oh, like, so that's really why. <laughs> nah, I told you, I'm like, I, you got a book, I got a book. Let's be study buddies or whatever. <laughs> and then I just, yeah, man, like that's that's kind of where where our relationship kind of sparked, man. Yeah. Like, how do you uh? How was time? Where are we at? Well, um, we'll get into like some more after after the break or whatever. Okay. But this one, I think we're gonna play wifey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I just wanted to, you know, first of all, like, tell you, like, how happy I am to to be able to, like, go online and just order brushes anytime I want, right? So, <laughs> one of the funny things about, like, these last couple of weeks, for me, like, I've been able to kind of get some new do-rags, which is good, because I am, like, trying to make sure I perfect my waves and things like that. Mm-hmm. But as I continue to look, I just find little accessories that I didn't even know I needed. Like, they have a brush... Um, Who's they? Oh, I'm sorry. Swagrag.co. <laughs> Swagrag.co. Um, if you go to Swagrag.co, you can definitely go. You can get brush cleaners. Um, they actually have some pomades, some butters, um, some oils, things like that you can use for your hair mm-hmm. and beard. Um, it could be for, for men and women. They got bonnets. Um, I know they just got some designer, quote unquote, designer um, swimsuits in for, for women. Okay. Um, so all the different types of prints or whatever. Um Y'all can't go nowhere, but you Wait, can wear Wait, did you them. say swimsuits? Swimsuits, yeah. Oh, okay. What did you last say? Bikinis is what I meant. Okay. They're bikinis. I think they got swimsuits, like just one pieces too, but they're more so bikinis. Okay. Um, they got those on the website. I mean, definitely just go take a look at swagrag.co. I haven't um, dug through because it just dropped. So I haven't dug through and looked at prices or whatever. But the reason I don't even want to tell you guys prices is because the prices get slashed all the time. They're always looking out. You go to swagrock.co, you just fill up your cart. Spend $60, you get free shipping off the bat, right? And not only that, but if you use promo code BOZ, that's B-O-Z-Z, you're going to get 10% off of your whole order. Mm-hmm. So you got the, the raw African black soap on there. You got spray bottles. Um, right. like, and you they're know, good quality products, too. Good quality. Like yeah. um, like the do-rags I got are, are good. The like brush cleaners I got are good. The combs, the metal combs I got, yeah. solid metal combs. I even got a bag to put all of my stuff in so it's not like all over the place. Right, right. Um, they just got a lot of good stuff over there. It's black-owned. And I just think in this time, like it's super important that we like support each other mm-hmm. um, as well as people of our color. Is If they're doing what's right you know right. what i'm saying yeah. so like for me i've ordered from them a couple times and when you get your package in the mail from swagrag.co it's gold like so you feel like royalty off the top you feel like it feels special mm-hmm. like you you're excited about opening it yeah um it's even different from amazon we all like to get stuff from amazon but like you don't ever get a gold package from amazon so like it's something different you know what i mean um but yeah definitely go on the website just check it out man there's so much stuff there um swagrag.co uh make sure you use promo code boz that's b-o-z-z get 10 percent off of your order uh and let's get back to the show so reesey mm-hmm. um so we kind of talked about how like we first met and right. like what what grabbed each other's eye or whatever right for you what was something that was important to you about like even entering into a relationship because I know for the longest like you didn't even really want to have a relationship you you <laughs> refused to be in a relationship with me <laughs> okay so in in my life and in my experience um I guess the most important thing is of course like I serve God like I'm Christian right um so like I know well okay I'll just bring it back to this Okay, my mom has always taught me that, of course, we need to pray for the person that we need to, that we're supposed to be with. Right. Because, of course, God knows 
all things and God knows what's best for all of us. That's what I believe. And then I can also see it because it's my parents. It's my mom, my dad. And of course, I have been born and raised in the same household with them. So I've seen all the ups and downs, the good and the bad. But then I see the love that remains. And I see that they both believe in the same thing. So that makes it a whole lot easier for the relationship to work. Right. So, like, that was a very important thing for me to know um, and to pray for the person that I'm supposed to be with. Right. Because uh, prior to meeting you, um, I've already told you, like, there's other relationships that I've been in, and I prayed about those relationships, and I felt good about the relationships. But just because you feel good about something doesn't mean that that's the right thing for you. Right. So um, on, like, three different occasions, like, God clearly told me, like that they are not the ones for me. Right. And like I like I after God told me those uh or that answer or whatever for each person. Right. Um I would ask God like God oh, well uh, help me to break up with them or whatever cuz I don't want to like hurt them cuz these are people that have hurt too. Yeah. So like I I didn't want to be one to add on to that or whatever. So um like God made it a way to where either they broke up with me like out of nowhere or like they really didn't have any reason but I already knew like is God like God is real like right. in my life he is real. Right. So, um like I said, I want to have like a sex a successful relationship and um like of course nobody wants divorce or anything like that. Nobody wants to be in a like a bad relationship or anything like that or have to suffer when you don't have to suffer like you said something i just want to make it clear like nobody gets married to get divorced like that's stupid like literally no one gets married and goes oh i'm gonna get married and hopefully down the line we'll get divorced like so yeah. when she said <laughs> you skimped over it but you're right like nobody wants to get divorced literally not everybody wants to get married necessarily yeah but no one starts a marriage and goes like yeah we're gonna get married we're gonna get divorced in 10 years like no one wants to get divorced. no yeah it's, yeah so i just want to sorry no, yeah, so, of course, like I said, like, I, I, I'm not perfect at all. <laughs> I'm in college. No. no. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. Um, so, yeah, still, like, I've right. been praying or whatever. Like, probably not as much as uh, I would have liked to during the time or whatever. But, like, God still has mercy on my life, on my soul. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he allowed me to meet you. And there was a few occasions, how many, two, three times, five, ten times? 15 times you asked me if uh yeah, it, was literally, <laughs> it was like three or four times i'm just like look we should just like make this official or whatever and we like the start of our relationship was very like i don't call it bizarre but it was it was weird like because it was we were both in college mm-hmm. right so like our relationship started with like you know just an attraction we really liked each other but then like it got deeper than that you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, quickly. It yeah. got very deep. Like, where it was, like, our conversations were deeper. Like, it was... We had one real intense conversation, like, when we had first met. I think we were known mm-hmm. each other for, like, maybe a week. Yeah, but we were spending, like, almost, like, every single day, yeah, like, together. Not, not almost. We were spending every day together. Every like, day, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, of course, like, we had plenty of time to talk about every single thing. Like, yeah. and, yeah... That one night or whatever, we stood up to like what five or six in the morning. The Something sun like was that. rising, like coming up, like. Yeah. But we had just been talking about everything, like our families, our backgrounds, like, um, like our beliefs, and like yeah, it was refreshing and surprise—not surprising, 
but maybe surprising. Kinda. It was refreshing because honestly, the whole setting was crazy because we sat, we were laying in bed for hours. Nothing happened but this conversation. Yeah, we were just talking. Yeah, the whole time. The whole time we were just talking, and we just learned a lot about each other. Like we realized that we pretty much have the exact same family. Yeah. Like you know, our families that we we basically we realized that. We each had a brother and a sister. Like, we each had, like, half-brothers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, half-siblings on our dad's side. Yeah, like, like, our dad had plenty of siblings. Yeah. Our, our mom bo- was, yep. like, <laughs> like almost like the single, like, are not the only child. Only child. Like, yeah, we both realized, like, man, our, our lives very, they mirror each other. Right. And then, um, for me, it was freeing because, like, Going to church, like, right before college, like, going to church was just, like, one of these these weird things. It was, like, I got to say, I got to get something off my chest because I didn't even know I felt like this. Okay. I feel like the church almost made you, they almost didn't want you to grow up. Like, the church did not encourage growth. Mm-hmm. They tried to stifle our growth as, yeah. as children. Yeah. And, like, oh, don't do this. Don't have sex. Don't drink. Don't party. Like, but they didn't teach us how to be responsible. They weren't realistic. Right. And that's not fair to right, us. Right, right. Because when I was going to church every single week, like, I was good. When I didn't have a church family, mm-hmm. I I didn't really go crazy, but I wasn't doing anything church-like. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it wasn't because I didn't want to. It was that I was in a different setting. Yeah. So, you, I, like I told you, high school is about fitting in. You fit in when you go to church every single week. You right. fit into that group. Right. When you come to college, you don't fit. You're like, trying to find what little group you could fit exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. And instead of, like, you know them helping us navigate and things like that like they didn't they just told they just told us to close our eyes essentially like and that's nobody's fault like right. i'm not i don't hold any resentment but like i would love to change that yeah like instead of telling kids what not to do help them understand how to maneuver because it's not realistic just to be like don't do this like and they're no. like in their 50s and 60s or even like 40s or 30 whatever it is right but they're older they've had experiences and now that they're in the church and their lives are completely changed like for them it's easy not to make those decisions at that age but for us that we're still struggling and i feel like it's even more difficult for kids that have been in the church longer because i feel like that's where like temptations are like heavier or like they've been building building up for freaking years yeah so you cannot just be like oh don't do this because it's a sin and you're going to hell but like, look, like if you do this, like this is the consequences for this and exactly. this or whatever. You, there's ways to go about it, but like you cannot just expect every single like kid not to do something just because you have the power, like or exactly. like the self control not to do it. That's just not fair. And that's the thing too. Kids don't do things because like the kids, most kids are not just rebelling to rebel. Right. They're trying. They're curious. They're trying to figure things out. Right. And if you as an adult are not going to guide them on how to make those decisions instead of telling them what to do and what not to do, right. then they're going to figure it out some way or another. And I think in the time that I met Reese, it was like, for me, I had dealt with that for the whole year. Like, we met in February. So I had dealt with this, like, for the whole year, like, mm-hmm. dealing with, like, I would love to be going to church, but, like, I don't really want to because I don't really know these people. And, like, right, I don't right. know if it's going to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, what is it? Is it different? Like, so, like, when I met her, like, 
it was like I finally got to just be authentic. Yeah. Because, like, the way I was hanging, like, the people I was hanging around, there was nothing wrong with none of it. We were all teenagers, right? So there's nothing wrong with anybody that I was hanging around with. Mm-hmm. And there was really nothing wrong with what we were doing either because we were, like, experimenting and just learning who we were as people, right. as adults. Like, what does the world look like yeah. without rules? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Coming home whenever you kind of want to. And I always kind of had that. My parents always kind of gave me that, which is probably why I didn't go crazier in college. Yeah. But, um... But also, like, the duality of, like, really being, like, somebody that really loves God and loves the things of God. Like, mm-hmm. that was something, I, that was really who I was inside. Yeah. Like, I really, I was this guy that was kicking it and hanging out and drinking a little bit here right. and there. And I was also the guy that really loved God. And the fact that the, like, in, if the church would have built us up a little bit more, yeah, it would not have felt like... Because what you feel is shame. Yeah, and, and judgment. Like, because when you do fail being young like that, and then you already get the stares and stuff, and like, you people, never want to come back. You don't want to feel no, that feeling. No, and then you just keep digging yourself and digging yourself into a bigger hole, like, exactly. with nobody to help you out. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. And that's how I felt, I think. And in the moment of talking to you, mm-hmm. is when I was like, that's when you realize, like, oh, he's at, like, he's not just out here just kicking it. Like, right. He also, like, is like me. Like, he also loves God, but he's also, like, just not... He's imperfect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why I was saying, like, it was refreshing for me because, like, of course I knew that I, I needed to find, like, a man of God. Like She was scared. She was scared to find, like, a little, like, Carlton. She thought, <laughs> no. she thought finding a man of God meant, like, finding, like, a square, like, no, like... No, no, because I did end up... I was talking to a guy... Like, not for that long or whatever, but, like, he was a really nice guy. Like, he even came, like, to our church, too, for, like, a little while. And, like, immediately, like, he was already, like, having, like, his specials or, like, he would, like... Bring songs Bring songs and stuff to sing, yeah. So, like, that was kind of weird for me. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, everybody loves him. Like, how can I say, like, I don't want to be with him no more? (laughs) Because it was just too much for me. Like, I was at a point, like, as... This is going to sound so crazy, but... Like, I was dyeing my hair and stuff, which is, is, of course, that's a normal thing. But for, like, his church and stuff, like, that is something, like, that's just, like, of the world. And you can't do stuff like that because it's a sin. And I had, like, a a few piercing holes or whatever in my ears or whatever. So, like, he was just, like... Just in her lobes, too. Like, nothing crazy. Yeah, nothing crazy. But he was already asking me, oh, like, are you planning, like, to have just one earring or, like, no earrings or, like... um, basically like letting your hair grow and not dyeing your hair no more and i already was feeling that pressure and i'm like I dang know, i didn't know none of this no yeah no we never talking about this like i said he was a really nice person like he'd walk me to class every morning like he would come to the house at like six in the morning and ring the doorbell i would tell him like why the heck do you ring the doorbell like it's six o'clock in the morning there's more people in the household stop doing that but he wanted to make sure like he knew i was out there waiting for him so he could walk me to the bus stop Mm-hmm. So he'd walk from his house past the bus stop all the way to my house to pick me up to walk back to the bus stop. Mm-hmm. Like, and like I said, like he was nice, but it was like for me, it was I felt like it was like he was too holy for my level. Like I was not on his <laughs> yeah, level. Not there yet, I, yeah, and I was just like God. Like you already know. Like I, I already felt like uneasy about it. So. <laughs> It was so sad. Like I was like, Mom. Like I just, I, I just can't like talk to him no more or whatever. Like. I was like, basically, this sounds so trash, but I had my mom break up with him for me. 
Dang, I didn't know none of this. I'm like, I'm hearing this for the first time. I didn't know none of that. No, like I don't know what I was going through some stuff, and I like he had came over one day, and then we're standing on the porch and we're talking, and he's just like, "Oh, can we go inside the house because there's people that are watching me?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And like literally, I guess there was some people down the street that live from us that went to his church. And, like, I guess if they saw, like, a commotion or something, they would bring that information back to the church, and they would look at him as, like, I don't know what. I, I don't know what the situation was. But that was stressing me out, too. So, yeah, I looked at my mom, and I just went in the house. And I was super – I was extremely stubborn. Uh, super no, yeah, stubborn. She, she still has a little stubbornness to her, but – No, but at that time, extreme yeah. ex- to the extreme. When I said no, like, that's it and that's that. And um, I just went in the house, and I was like, Mom, I just can't. And she was like, no, like, what do you mean? And I kind of was, like, walking away from her. I was like, Mom, I just can't. Can you just tell them, like, it's, like I'm done? Like, I, I don't want to, like. Dang. So, yeah, they sat there talking on the couch, and I went to the room. And then she just told him. She was, she was like, I don't know what's really going on, but she just really don't, like, want to. I don't. It was not like an official relationship. I don't know. We were just like talking, but I did not know none of this. Yes, that's funny. <laughs> no, so that's what I'm saying. It was refreshing to meet somebody like you that I felt like we were kind of on the same level. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, like we both had like, of course, we're in college, first year of college, so like we're experimenting with different, not too crazy, because I always like still had like a fear of God, like, so I didn't go overboard. But she also, she didn't talk about yet, like, the other person she was dating, which was, like, the other extreme of, like, you can't be with him either. So it was, like, it was one of those things where it's, like, when she met me, I think it was literally the best of both worlds. Like, I was respectful. Yeah. um, I was kind. But I was not for play. Like, I was not, like, no punk. (laughs) Right, right. I was not, like, the first couple weeks we met, like, I almost got into a fight. I punched a hole in a wall. Like (laughs) No, but you say that, but then also you did show the side, like, your emotional side. That's right. So when we were, like, talking, like, yeah, I I think, and that's kind of what I was kind of trying to get to. Mm -hmm. See, she keeps me on track. Yeah, I got you, I got you. (laughs) No, like, when we had this conversation, I think it was just a lot of emotion for me. Like, Mm -hmm. because I wanted to be, you know, I wanted... A relationship, but also like gave up. I been gave up on a relationship. Same. So I was like, I'm cool on the relationship, but I think one thing that I really struggled with is I hadn't really been like I hadn't really had a relationship with God throughout the whole time I was in college. Mm-hmm. Not the whole time that that first year or whatever. Yeah. So I kind of struggled with that, mm-hmm. and um, and I and I kind of always felt like you can't have your feet in two waters. Mm-mm. So like for me, it was like I'm just gonna be in this water, <laughs> like like. Like, forget this other water. I'm going to just be in this one. I have to choose. Like, I'm going to choose the one that's way more fun right now, like, right. with more friends. <laughs> so, I'm just being honest. 18, like, that's what I was thinking. But, like, when I met my wife, it was more of, like, a, like, I was just tired. Like, I was just tired of, like, not having that. Like, not being able to talk about that. Because yeah. that's something I dealt with. Yeah. Like, you know, just, when I say that, I mean, like, the things of God. Like, so, like, when we had that conversation, like, I definitely, I cried hard, like, and I just, I can't remember. I remember you were talking about like your sister and you were just talking about like, like your family. I can't remember exactly what it was I can't that made you either. cry. But like, I, it, like, I think it was that. Not that I, in retrospect, it was just like, I felt like I was faking that whole year. Like, I, not faking, I just wasn't being myself. Yeah. I couldn't be my full self. Like, you self. felt like you were being yourself, but then you realized with the conversation, I'm, I'm not being really like, yeah, like myself. I was being my, I was being my, my, 
full half self. Like I was yeah. completely half of me, yeah. but the other half I was just abandoning. Right. And right. it was in that moment I felt like I was able to do, just shed the the veil I had mm-hmm. and I was just being my full self. And I right. think that's really what made me cry. I don't remember. I don't think anything in that moment really made me cry. I know we was talking about stuff, but yeah. I think I think it was deeper than that. Like I think it was honestly like a deeper thing. Like, mm-hmm. like I was struggling with something I didn't know I was struggling with right, <laughs> at right. the time. And I was 18. Right. But uh, that was important. No, but, yeah, like, for me, that was just something that, like, I didn't realize maybe at that very second, but, because, like, it's rare the times that I've seen, like, any male figures in my life just, like, cry. Right. Like, you know, like, you're supposed to be tough and this and that or whatever. Like, no, like, more so my dad. I've never seen him cry before, but, like, lately he's been more of a cry. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, like I said, the, it was a bunch of refreshing things to see, like, from a man. Like, like your intelligence, yeah. like, the, all the conversations that we've had. Like, yeah, like, I've always told you. I'm like, Dan, you're so smart. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've always told you that. Like. And the same thing with me. Like, for her, she was just super talented. Like, anything she did, she was good at. Like, as I grew up, people would be like, oh, I can play the piano. You'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. And they start playing, it'd be like kind of trash. Like, she got on, she was really, like, at the time, like, it was like, oh, you can really play. Like, oh, you can really sing. Like, you can sing for real. Like, and, like, I don't know if God just allows me. I, I definitely do have, like, a, a skill where I can look at somebody and be like, where where can they be? Like, I can look at them and be like, oh, they can get, they could be really good at this like based off so, where they that's are. That's so raven. No, <laughs> no, 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 not that. But it's like I can look at him. I could be like, okay, based off the type of attitude you got, the energy you got, you could be great. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that was kind of how I was. And I think at, in the moment, I, w- I was, I was exercising that skill, mm-hmm. and just like, man, you can play the piano for real, for real. Like, you're good. Like, and she's like, oh, I'm okay. Like, <laughs> like, oh, you can sing for real. Like, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. <laughs> but anyway, like, man, that was just so powerful for me. Like, just, I don't know. I don't know. That was part. What else you got on your list? Um. Okay. So another quality was knowing that you're um, self motivated. So self motivation was big for you. Yeah. It's big for you. Yeah. Just knowing, like, no matter like how difficult, like with work, like you've had to work like all types of shifts <laughs> oh and <God>. crazy <laughs> schedules and things like that, and even dealing with like school and just like everything that's been going on or whatever. Yeah. Like you still manage to keep pushing forward and like you have goals and a vision for your life. So like maybe not not at that time was it as clear as it is now, but like you still always push through. I think we should button this up with, with this because I think a lot of people struggle. What happens is, what happens is this, people have their idea of what they want you know what I mean? And people want and they want and they want, but they don't understand what they need. Yeah. And we live in a in a society of gluttony. Mm-hmm. And the gluttony is just like having more than you actually need. To me, that's how I consider gluttony. Yeah, like, yeah. to the point where you're almost about to throw up because it's Yeah, much, like, yeah. and I think that's what happens. Like, there's too much sex. There's too much stuff. Yeah. And we get desensitized. So we spend the better part of our 20s and 30s looking for the right person. Right. Because your goals are off. Yeah. But now you get to a point where you're desperate. You're you're in a you're in a caloric deficit, right? Because you all you're not in a caloric a nutrition a nutritional deficit. You have plenty of calories, right. but no nutrition, and that's what happens in life. Like we have plenty of empty calories, right. plenty of like I you 
you can hit up 10 people today and they'll want to do whatever with you at whatever time. Right. But like the quality of that time is is lacking. Right. And it's because like we just are we live in a, a world of excess. Mm-hmm. And when you live in a world of excess, it's not always a good thing. Right. Like you see these these societies that just don't have much, but like they go and they walk down to the river and they get the water they need and for the whole day. And they live for like 110 years. Like, yes. And yeah. it's just like one of those things where it's like, yeah, but when you live in a world of excess, there's you can have too much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think for us, like, I want to say this for women. Women, if you are looking for a man, first off, be yourself. Don't, don't. I'm, I'm telling you, as soon as you get, give up, you're going to find somebody. But yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just a phenomenon. But no, in real yeah. life, like men really don't want what you think men want and and it ha- I, that cannot be overstated like women yes do the women that are half naked on instagram get a lot of attention absolutely right i guarantee you no real man that wants a relationship wants a real life relationship with none of them girls no like they don't like when you talk to it's nothing worse than talking to a pretty girl and she ain't got nothing to say. Right. There's nothing worse than that. You'd be like, "Hey, how are you?" And she don't she can't even make eye contact with you. I'm fine. How are you? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying like, men, I'm telling you, ladies, men are not really looking for that. Men are re- honestly, men are are more likely to probably talk to these girls because there's nothing to lose. Right. But they don't want to ruin something with with you, something that's something that's real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'm speaking from somebody. Obviously, I've been with my wife since I was 18, so it's it's a little different. But not really. Like, I'm telling you, like, I'm I'm aware enough to know. Like, even to this day, when I'm talking to women, I'm just like, oh my god, this is exhausting. Like. I can't talk to you. Like, right. you know, because right. you don't have nothing to offer but your looks. Yeah. So, like, even when I'm talking to you, you like trying to fix your hair and stuff like that. It's like, stop. Like, and I think um, for from a man's perspective, because we don't button this up, women, like, just I'm telling you, men are more attracted to just off- authenticity, not the, the body or nothing like that. Like, that's eh, sure. Like, that's going to get attention, but yeah. no man really wants to just wife that. Right. Like I cannot I cannot stress that enough. As a man, like and I talk I got so many friends that look, men don't I'm telling you, okay. Men envy my relationship. My friends envy and model things after what I have in my wife. Mm-hmm. But they respect my wife, so they'll never make a move on my wife. Right. But they wish they had a Reese. Like, let's be clear. Like, I'm almost 30. I got many of friends who look at my life and go, dang, I'm trying to get that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, ladies, like, when I met my wife, she wasn't all, like, you know, like, showing a bunch of skin. Like, she was modest. She was cute. Dude, and she... that's the thing, too, I would say. Sorry, not No, no, you good. No, but I just feel like a lot of women feel, like, the pressure to be the most perfect-looking thing, like, trying to compete with the next woman or whatever. But it's, like, just, like, of course, yeah, you want to, like, like look good and stuff but like first do it for yourself because of course like then you're gonna upkeep you're gonna have to try to upkeep with that that first impression every single time with whoever you find or whatever but um wait but that's important she said do it for yourself and if you because if you do it for yourself and you're doing it for yourself then it's easy to keep it up yeah because that's your your normal type of person now you got to keep up something that's not you right right what you said was important now yeah so yeah so just be who you are 
like I said, look good for yourself. And then you will one day find the man or the man will find the woman or whatever that you need to be with. And they'll love you for who you are. Like, so not only in looks, but like how you act too. You don't have to be anything like extra, like to try to impress because then you're portraying something that you're not. And then you got to keep upkeep with that too. So it's like, if you just be you, like. Another thing too, because a lot of women, like they'll get like very t- uh, standoffish. One thing I'll say about Reese is she's never, in my experience, been like that. Like, she's always been inviting no matter who the person is. Mm-hmm. Almost to a fault, right? Like, no matter who the person is, like, if they talk to her, she'll be like, hey, how are you? Yeah. Like, she's not one of the types of pe- types of women, like, if you try to approach her, she's going to be like, I got a boyfriend, stop talking to me. She's right, not right. like that. <laughs> so it's like, women, that's important too, right? Like, if a man is going to approach you, just allow him to impro- approach you like a human. Yeah. And just talk to him like a human. Right. It doesn't have to be... Uh, what you want from me in a week, what you want from me in a year. It doesn't have to be. And I'm not saying all women are like that. I'm just yeah. letting you know that I've experienced where like... I, yeah, because I day, like just meeting like people, whether it be male or female, like to form like friendships. like Right. But yeah, some men, of course, like if they don't know or whatever, they're going to try to like approach you in that manner if they don't. But let them, unless they try to cross the line. Yeah, you just let them know like, hey... um. Like, I do like you as a person, as a friend or whatever, but, interested. but yeah, like, I'm Ask married, that. this is what this is. Well, now I'm not, so I'm saying to, mostly to the women and, and the men that are kind of looking for somebody, mm-hmm. a lot of times what I'll notice is that women think that a man wants more than what they want, Yeah, and so they shut off immediately. Instead of giving them a chance, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could be blocking your blessing. Just allow people to approach you. Right. And But I know it could be weird, because guys are weird. Like, yeah. I get it. I do get it. But, like, that's one thing about Reese. Like, if she would have been like that with me, we would not have gotten this far. She yeah. allowed me to approach her as a human. Yeah. And we just, we built like a human. And for, I want you to say what you think, like, where you think men are kind of off. Like, because, I, like I said, I know 30-year-old men. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, most of my friends would love to have what I have. A wife that's pretty, that's cool, that's sweet, that can kick it with the guys, and that's not too much. Like right. they're looking for that, like yeah. not actively because yeah. men don't like to, like men don't actively look for a wife. Yeah, but like they are, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like right. they are. So I guess my question to you is, is like, for because I, I don't really want to speak. I will say like for men, I do think that men need to just like. I just think people just need to stop being fake. I think I think that's a real big problem with most things. People are just fake. They're trying to be. They're trying to be. I don't know. I just I don't know. Like you said, for us, like we once we just like gave up even trying to look or whatever, that's when we were able to find each other. I think part of that was just like us not be like when you're searching for it's weird. When you go out looking for something, you you change the the way you are. Like right. right? Like when you're like, Oh, we about to find girls tonight. Now you have a different attitude. But when you give up on that, you're just being yourself. Right. And people can real recognize real. Like you can tell when somebody's being fake and when somebody's being real. Right. That's why I say, like, honestly, like without God, there's nothing that we can do. Cause honestly, like, I I live by like what the word of God says and it's it has not failed me since. Like, like I know like a lot of people they are very skeptical about like God right. and about like the Bible and stuff and like things being changed and this and that or whatever, but if that's how you feel, like God is not hiding, like God is there. Um, if 
if there's nothing else, like you, if you tried everything else or whatever, you could even just be honest with God. Be like, God, I don't know what this is. Like, like I want to live a better life or be better. Or I want to have my wife or whatever it is, you know, like, like you can ask God. And as long as you open that door, like that's where God can work in your life. And really like, honestly, like be real in your life. Cause that's what happened with me. Like, yeah, same here. Same. Like here. I said, I was able to find you and I, you can like, you can feel that the connection, Yeah. like not only with you and me, but you feel at peace with yourself because it's like God allowing you to know, like, this is the right thing that you need to be doing. Absolutely. I just think like, just to button this up, like it's, you know, if you're looking for somebody, I mean, don't look for somebody. That's weird to look for somebody. But if the person, you have that desire to, yeah, yeah, but like that, that person, like that person will come to you. Like, right, it is a thing. Like, it is real life. Like, we are not a fake couple. Like, no, this is real life. Like, it's bizarre. We both, like I said, kind of gave up, but we fit, and it works for us. Right, and everybody's different. But I will tell you, like, it isn't like. Everybody's different, but there is still hope. You know right, what I'm saying? There right. is still hope out there. But at the end of the day, like we're not the podcast isn't over. But this little part of the podcast is over. So I wanna I just wanna wish you a happy anniversary. I love you a lot. We've been through a lot mm-hmm. and we'll be through a lot more. Um if God if God allows it. Um just don't leave me. <laughs> don't leave me. Don't abandon me. But yeah, man, um, and we'll be back. talk about some news um so um if you guys have been living under a rock um stop, stop laughing we're not there yet we're not there yet we're gonna get there um joe biden has chosen his running mate um and it's kamala harris mm-hmm. um kamala. kamala sorry kamala. yeah i was dude yeah. messed me up kamala harris um did you know do you know her her mom's name is no. i think it's shamala Oh my gosh, come on, let's come on. Dang, the episode, the name of the episode was gonna be <laughs> It's Our Anniversary, but now it's Kamala Shamala. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Kamala, 
Kamala, Shamala. Um, so she's the she's the running mate. And and I want to be clear. Um, I want to be clear, and I don't want to rant. So I'm gonna say that I'm gonna try to say this as concise as possible. She is not without flaw. She is not perfect. She has her flaws. Yeah. And they're easy easy to look up. I don't have a list of them, but like she did um, pass a law. Um, in California, and I don't even think it's all of California, just her district, where she was um, trying to punish parents who had truant or severely truant students or children yeah. because she looked up some statistics and was and basically saw that a good percentage of people of of youth that were killed before the age or that died or something like that before the age of 23, I think were killed before the age of 23, Mm -hmm. just didn't finish school yeah, uh, or didn't attend school or something like that. Yeah. So she put, she put something together that she thought would fix that problem that she saw. Right. From everything I've read, it was more or less the, the law was not, we're going to put parents in, in prison and literally no parent was locked up. During her time, um, during her, I don't want to call it, well, I don't know, during her time being in leadership in that moment, mm-hmm. um, excuse me, bless you. During her time in that moment, so like I, that, I, that needs to be said because a lot of people are like perpetuating something that just isn't true. Like she did not lock up parents because their kids weren't going to school. That right. did not happen. Right. It, it just, it just fundamentally didn't happen. Um, did the law? inherently allow for that in certain or subsequently allow for it yes Mm -hmm. but that was not the goal and it never happened like under her watch Mm -hmm. um so that's number one but there's other things that she's yeah she's nowhere near perfect but i just want to make this clear like if this year has taught you nothing it is the value of leadership right just the value of leadership i do not think joe biden and kamala harris are without flaw right I don't believe that. And in fact, it's not much better than four years ago when we had to choose between Hillary and Trump. It's not much better as far as like um, somebody being without flaw or being corrupt or Mm -hmm. whatever. Like, I'm not confident that Joe Biden has enough marbles to run the country. However, I believe in Joe Biden's leadership more than I believe in the leadership we have in office. Yeah. So I just don't think it's responsible of us to sit this one out because, oh, I'm not going to choose between uh, a gun or a knife to die. Like, we don't, we cannot afford to do that. Right. If your president won't even say, listen, wear a mask, save a life, that could have been a slogan. Right. And it would not have been. It would not have been like Democrats versus Republicans. Like all the health experts are saying, if you wear a mask, you can save lives. Mm -hmm. He could have come up with a slogan and put it on a red hat and said, wear a mask, save a life. And you know how many of these stupid Trumpers are going to be wearing a stupid mask that says wear a mask, save a life? Everybody. It would not have been that difficult. It's not a uh, something contrived to control people. Like just wear a mask. It is a spit screen. If you spit, it's going to be in your mouth and not my mouth. Right, like, it's right. very difficult. It's very easy to understand. If you pick your mask. Like You pick your mask. Right. It's okay. Make one. Like, make one. Like, so for me, like, yes. Is is Kamala, like, flawed? Absolutely. Do I agree with everything? She, I am on record on Facebook saying 
nah, I'm not really buying this Kamala thing. Because I, I wasn't. I wanted Andrew Yang. Yeah. We don't have that option right now. Right, right. So we have to do what's the, what's best, the best option. Yeah. yeah. As an adult, you have to decide. We have too many children that are grown as hell. Right. That are in control of this country. And when I say in control, I mean people that are, that have the right to vote. They're not going to because they don't they don't want to choose between bad and worse. Like, I'm, let me tell you, it's better to choose bad than worse. Right. I'm just letting you know. Right. It's better to choose bad than worse because when when the only thing that I care about at this point, like, is surviving. Right. What and survival? You we will it's a I'm telling you, it's worse off than you think if we allow Trump to just sit there without any pushback. Right, yeah. Because the le- the at least we will have somebody in office that our governors can have a conversation with. Right, least- to me, I feel like a little more comfortable because I know although of course uh Kamala is the vi- will be the would be the vice president or yeah. whatever, but we have Barack Obama like kinda in his corner too. And Joe Biden's going, absolutely. Like, yeah, so that's what makes me feel like a little more at ease. And like, I, like I heard like the speech that Kamala had gave too. And mm-hmm. to me, like, of course, there are things I, I'm just knowing of her. So like, yeah. there, I'm sure there's learning of her, you mean, or learning of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, like I said, like I'm sure there's things like I probably won't agree with or whatever. But yeah, you got to give her a chance and see like what she's about. Like, because I'm sure it cannot be worse than what we have now. I don't know how it could be worse. Yeah, I, yeah. I I, I'm being honest. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, and I'm not even telling people who to vote for. Right. right. I don't believe in that. Right. All I want to say is this, because this is what's bothering me. Your people are perpetuating things about the candidate, which are some of them are true and some of them are half true. Mm-hmm. But the problem is this: she is not corrupt. Right. Not more. Okay. All politicians are corrupt. She is no more, no one is more corrupt than, than Donald Trump. Yeah. No one is more corrupt than Donald Trump. I'm telling you that. Like, no candidate this year or four years ago, well, maybe Hillary. Hillary might have been more corrupt. <laughs> Honestly, Hillary might have been more corrupt. But no one is more corrupt right now between Joe Biden, even Pence, um, Kamala, and Trump. Mm-hmm. No one is more corrupt than that man right there. Yeah. Like, even to have your son in law who has no. Political background whatsoever to be so ingrained in your in your cabinet is weird. Yeah, like the whole thing is weird. He is terrified. I'm telling you, he is terrified. As a president, you cannot be locked up, with very few exceptions. Yeah, he got. He is getting sued. Like we don't. These are things that you don't pay attention to. Like he got impeached. Yeah. Like he is impeached. Like he wasn't removed, but he is impeached. You don't get impeached. For nothing, right? Like, I'm people don't understand. No, I know this. This is a long list of things. Like, <laughs> it's it's ridiculously long, yeah. and it's more corrupt than you think. Yeah, he has no. Literally, if this, we as a as a country have had issues with Russia for the better part of the last forty years, right? More than that, but for the better part of the last forty years, when asked about Putin putting hits out <laughs> on American soldiers. Trump goes, well, I don't know. Somebody might have told me about that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if somebody told me about that. But why let me why do we always talk about Russia? Why don't we talk about China? Mm. And I'm just like, dude, like to me, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. No pun. That is a red flag for your president 
to be talk like to be in the pockets of Russia, yeah. who is a clear enemy of the United States. That's that's dangerous. Right. It's the same way he talks about Gillian Maxwell. Like it's the same way. It's like, well, I wish her the best. She is a tr- a child trafficker. How re- why would you wish her the best? Like it's proven. Like it's not like we're not making it up. It's proven. Mm-hmm. The only thing that we have to study is how many people are involved. And guess who's one of them? Probably Trump. He got more pictures with her than Kanye got with him. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> listen. Listen, it's a mess. It's a mess. But I will tell you this, just get the facts. Do not allow people to throw information at you and just take it. Right. Because what you're not getting, you're not getting all the information on Trump. And it's not that hard to find. They just don't put it out. Right. Because Trump also tries to suppress it. But like, and there's so much of it, you think half of it is a joke. I've been watching a lot of news lately, a lot of news, watching, watching press conferences, studying how people act and why they say the things they say when they say those things. And it is, it's a mess. Yeah. Speaking of press conferences, <laughs> yo, speaking of press conferences, <laughs> so um, Mike Pence was at, I don't remember, some state I always forget exists. Um, I cannot remember the state. Some state I always forget exists. But he was at this state, I think I want to maybe it was Missouri, I'm not sure. And he was giving a speech. Um, Iowa. Iowa, there we go. Um, he was giving a speech. And I just think that, um, I think it's fair, it's only right that we allow all of you um, to hear this speech. Uh, We're going to play it, and we'll listen to it with you all. Breezy, try not to laugh, okay? Okay. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris would bury the economy under an avalanche of red tape, more regulation, and more bureaucracy. In fact, the California senator that he named as his running mate this week said during her short campaign for president that Americans needed to be, and I quote, educated about the effect of our eating habits on our environment. (laughs) Senator Kamala Harris said she would change the dietary guidelines of this country to reduce the amount of red meat Americans can eat. Well, I've got some red meat for you. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. (laughs) Listen. You cannot make this oh, up. Geez. The best playwrights ever cannot make this up. <laughs> when I heard that, I'm like, this ain't really happening. There, there, there has to be more context to this. Nah, no, there's no context. <laughs> that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> this dude, like, who wrote this man's speech? Like, it even it kind of sound, sounded a little rapey. Ew. Like, like... <laughs> Joe Biden and Kamala Harris want to cut the want to cut the America's meat. Well, I got some red meat for you. Like, uh, you better go see a doctor. Or something <laughs> no, that ain't right. That ain't right. Red meat. <laughs> we will not. Man, it's like Mike Pence is against uh, abortion and circumcision. You can't cut no red meat, can you? <laughs>
We will not let them cut America's meat. Dude, Dude I can't believe it. That is where we live in, though. That is a, that's the time we live in. That's ridiculous. I just want to be clear. Like, nobody is more terrified of Kamala Harris than Mike Pence. He do not want to see her on a debate stage. I don't know. At all. Like, he don't want to see her. He's terrified. Like, she's going to rip him to shreds. As a prosecutor, she's going to rip him to shreds. But, like, this is the this is the world we live in right now. Yeah. Just, you know, people trying to slang meat and, <laughs> and cut off some red meat. Like, we not going to cut no meat. Like, what you won't, I'll tell you what you won't do. <laughs> You're not going to cut my meat. <laughs> America's meat. Take what you want, but you ain't cutting my meat. <laughs> but for real, y'all, like, for real, for real, for real. Listen, we cannot allow... <laughs> we cannot allow Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to cut America's meat. Also, also, um, we we also cannot allow like the what we hear to be all we understand. Right. We have to do some research. You have to be responsible. You have to be responsible because we're living in a time where I think this election election means a lot. I don't have a lot of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a lot of hope that it'll be that Trump will lose. Um, but I think this is our only hope that that we you know that we could get. Go ahead. No, say what you're gonna say. No, no, no. I'm not gonna say it. Oh, we're gonna cut America's meat out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, no. Nah, but this is our only opportunity to really get like the corruption, like this kind of corruption out. Like he's clearly it's in like the to office. The extreme. Like it doesn't have to be like that. Like, it's bad. It's really bad. Like he's if, not. A, he's not a leader. He's not even a good consoler. Like he's not good at anything. Uh, that being a president, he's a marketer. And he's a businessman, yeah. and it it doesn't work, especially when you're in the midst of a pandemic where people are getting sick and no one understands what to do, and everyone's just kind of making the best decision they can at the moment. Right, like that is not okay. You know what I'm saying? Like right. we need people in office that can at least say, like, at least make the wrong decision. Yeah, the man ain't made no decisions. He's just over here waiting. Hopefully, it'll go back down. Like, hopefully, his little charts will go back down. It's like. Hopefully his manuals will tell us something else. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say, what manuals? No, yeah. <laughs> what, what books? books? <laughs> That's like but yeah, like this is a time, honestly, just, and I'm not telling you who to vote for. Right. I mean, I know who I'm voting for. I know who I'm voting for. Like, But I'm not just voting. I'm holding my people accountable. Yeah. And that's something else we got to do. Hold our people accountable. The one thing we didn't do, the one thing all black people should be ashamed of is we did not hold Barack Obama accountable as we should have. Mm-hmm. We did not hold him accountable. And because we didn't hold him accountable, he didn't account for us. He, At a, at a point, politics is about votes and numbers. Right. If he just know we about to vote, then what, what does he have to do for us? Right? Right. He has to look out for the whole of the country. Right. We don't even make up a fi- we don't even make up fifteen percent of the country as black people. So I just think it's very important that like, as we get closer to this election, mm-hmm. whoever we decide to choose, we have to choose the people, and uh, make sure that when we do that, we hold these people accountable. Right. Here's the flip side of that, though. Once we hold these people accountable, we need to. Or once we okay, here's the flip side of that. The people that we have in office right now, I don't think can be held accountable, personally. Yeah. I, I don't believe that 
I don't believe that there's any humility with with a Donald Trump. So no. if he does something wrong and you call him out on it, like, well, no, I didn't. I'm the I'm the greatest thing that's ever happened to this country. Yeah, he's just convincing Literally, himself. no one has ever done better than me <laughs> than anybody else. <laughs> but like, it's one of those things. Like, at least I feel like with enough pressure and heat mm-hmm. and change. Yeah. Kamala and Joe Biden will be like, okay, okay, well, listen, listen, okay, 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 chill, 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 chill. Right. And they'll listen to what we got to say. Right. When I say we, I mean the other people that we elect, the yeah. governors, yeah. the other people we elect, the mayors, the whatever, city council, like those types of people, that's why the local elections are important, but mm-hmm. that's why the federal election is also important or the general election, whatever you want to call yeah. it, is also important. I am so sick of people saying like, oh, voting for president isn't important. That is not true. It's fundamentally untrue. Right. It's it's more important to vote, vote locally because you're not going to get to talk to the president. You know who will? Your local leaders. Right. Your local leaders will get to talk to the president. So when you have local leaders that you elect and it's important to you, that's why the census is important. That's why all of these things are important. Yeah. Right? So it's important that we elect the right people and we elect the people and the people that we elect, we hold them accountable. Right. But this is the thing. We have to elect people that are willing to be held accountable. Right. That's why it's important to get rid of Trump. Right. That is that is fundamentally why it's important to get him out of the office. Because it's like, it's I don't even I'm not even mad at him for everything that's going on with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But there's no humility and there's no action. Right. So it's like, damn man, what are you doing? Like it's it's one of those things like for me it's I, I'm passionate about this because I feel like for one I don't think I was educated enough for the last election mm-hmm. and I've been educating myself more so I just don't want, I want to be able to educate other people as well right like I've allowed myself to just understand things a little bit better right. so I want to I want to I want to share that knowledge with you guys not saying who you should vote for I'm just saying for me personally. I am voting on the side of leadership. Right. I am not voting for people who could... Barack Obama is a good leader. George Bush is a good leader. Bill Clinton is a good leader. Like, just, what what's going on? Step aside, I got this. Right. Roll up his sleeves, I got this. Do I think Joe Biden is a good leader, necessarily? I think he's been there enough to where he knows at least little things, like, mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do. Right. It's very, very simple. This is what we're going to do. Is he going to be as responsible, quote-unquote, with the money as Donald Trump? No, but Donald Trump, you can... Don't let him fool you with this whole the economy's better. He just he just cut funds to a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Guess one of the things that he cut funds to? Schools. That and the pandemic relief. Like okay, <laughs> in well. 2016. Like he did this in oh, 2016. Yeah, yeah. He cut he, he cut it. <laughs> so it's like So where'd that money going in his pocket? It's it's just going to the different part. It's it's going somewhere. Like it's going somewhere. I'm not saying like Trump is not all bad. Like he's not just done all all evil things. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that, but it's like don't let him fool you with the the business talk of no, the economy's better than it's ever been. Like, well, it's better than it's ever been because you've cut funding to a bunch of stuff, right. which is good. Like, but you also cut funding to things that we absolutely need. Yeah. Like, so it's like just just do your research, everybody. Just do your research. I've done a lot of it, mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna continue to do it. But just do your research and and just know that whatever we do. We're going to be responsible. Right. Like I think that's important. We have a platform. Yeah. So I think it's important that we're responsible with our platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's it, man. You got anything else? You got something floating around? No, I'll catch t- it. I'll tell you when you're when we're done. Oh, okay. So, um, but anyway, like, 
Um, thank you for listening to this this week's episode. Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is what episode eighty three this time. Yep, there. Um, appreciate you guys for joining us. Remember, if you listen to my voice and you don't love the where the where you're listening to it, <laughs> um, you can go on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or directly from the website um, officialboscast.com. Uh, you can follow us at officialboscast. You can email us at officialboscast um, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me directly at Bozzy C, and that's on pretty much everything, at B-O-Z-Z-I-E-C. And you can follow me on IG. It's emo one Reese cup Also, you can give to our cash app. It's cash app um, forward slash officialboscast, dollar sign officialboscast, sorry. And um, I just want to remember make, you, make sure you guys are remember, like, just... Remember, you are love, so be love. Yeah. Um, you have people that love you. Right. Um, even if you don't know it, um, it's people that love you. So if you if if you don't know anybody in your immediate circle that that is willing to let you know that they love you, even mm-hmm. though I know that they do, reach out to us, man. I'll 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 love you. Me I'll too. Love you. Yeah. We'll love you. <laughs> we love you. Come on, come on, boss fan. Join our family. <laughs> but we'll see you next time. See ya. Oh, say hallelujah, hallelujah.